Thanks for checking out the Refuge Official Podcast. Wherever you're from, we hope that this message will encourage you and help you grow in your relationship with God. Who's excited to be in the house of God this morning? Come on. I'm so honored to be here before I go into my message, uh, the passage of this church. Um, Pastor Matt and Pastor Deb, we honor you. We love you. I know they're going to be watching this a little bit later. They're in Australia. Uh, I got a number yesterday calling me. It said Australia. And I'm like, who in the world is calling me from the other side of the world? And it was Pastor Matt. Uh, so I'm, I'm just so honored to be here. Thank you all for having me. Uh, the, the staff here, uh, everybody who's behind the scenes making this happen, we appreciate you. We acknowledge you. Uh, I'm excited. Who was here last year when I came with Isaiah, Saldivar, and Z? How many enjoyed, was it four days? I think it was about three or four days. Who enjoyed that? Isn't God amazing? He moved. I'm so excited. It was about four hours to get here. Uh, my friends are, my cousin and my friend Christy are here. If you just wave your hand, can we give it up for them? She came all the way from California. Justin, just wave your hand. He's over there writing something down. Is there anybody else that drove a little bit of ways to get here or is new here? Can you just wave your hand? You got one person in the back. She's like, oh, that was me. <laughs> Come on. Can we give it up for everybody who drove out? Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be here. How many know that God still speaks today? And how many love Jesus? He's the best thing that ever happened to me. And uh, if it wasn't for his goodness, if it wasn't for his grace, his power and his love, I would not be where I am today. And I believe the same with you. Those who are in here, we all have a testimony. We all have a story. Um, and it's amazing when you hear other people's stories you can see how God showed up in their life and how he broke the chains off of them, how they received their breakthrough. And it's so awesome because we serve the deliverer. Amen. We serve the God of breakthrough. We serve the crown of beauty, the captain of salvation. And I believe that he wants to ignite a fresh fire in you this morning. And he wants you to leave here just aware of who he is and who he's called you to be. I believe that the Lord is raising up a church that is so attuned with his spirit that everywhere they go, it's so it's second nature just hearing his voice. And they can just open their mouth and people will come to know him because they know you. Amen? Isn't that amazing? That the, the God that we serve is bigger than our problems. He's bigger than our opposition. He, whatever you're facing, it doesn't matter what you're going through. He sees it all, and he desires and longs to heal your brokenness. He longs to restore your marriage, your family, your ministry. Whatever it is that's dead in your life, I believe that when God breathes, things come back to life. How many believe that? And I just believe that the breath of God is going to breathe on a lot of us today, and we're going to leave here just different from when we walked in, and we're going to be a world changer because I, I believe that's what God has called us to be. I believe it with all of my heart. I just want to talk and share my heart about the voice of God. Um, there's so many times in my life where I've, I, I was raised in the church. Many of you heard my testimony multiple times, and I've never really heard the voice of God. I was just going through the motions, um, was heavily involved in ministry. But until I had my own encounter and until I surrendered my whole life over to Jesus, I began to step into that relationship. And how many know that relationships are established and maintained through communication? And so when I understood this and I came to that revelation, I began to talk to Jesus on a daily basis. I began to commune with him and spend time in the secret place. And when I heard his voice, it changed my entire life. He stepped in and said, Matt, my plans for you are so much more greater than the plans that you have for yourself. See, there's a lot of us here. We, we want to do what we want to do, and that's fine. You know, God will bless certain things, but... 
What he has in store is so much better than what you have in store for yourself. The things that he has for you, the places that he has for you to go, the things he has for you to do is so much greater than the things that we want to do for ourselves. And I believe today that when we uh, just surrender to him and give him our yes, we'll come to that revelation and he'll speak to us. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. Well, um, yesterday I just really felt God speaking to me saying that uh, we've got someone standing beside us that's stronger uh, than the one standing against us. And I feel like a lot of us need to be reminded that greater is he who lives in us than he who is in the world. They that before you are more than they that be against you. And I believe a lot of us today, we want to hear the voice of God, but we're so stuck in hearing the voices of this world and the voices of the enemy and the lies that are coming in our mind and anxiety and depression and suicide that's trying to grip our generation, especially the young people today. And I believe that instead of hearing these voices, God wants to break through all of that and his voice is going to trump over all of that stuff. And he's going to say that, I'm still the king of kings. I'm still the Lord of lords. None of your issues can dethrone me. I still am who I say I am, and I can do what I say I can do. How many believe that? He's still on the throne today. It doesn't matter what's going on. You see all this stuff in the news and in the media and and all over the world. And Jesus is still on the throne. He's still in control. And guess what? When he's in control, nothing is ever out of control. So we need to remind ourselves today that he's not going to stop being who he is. This Bible, I believe, is the language of the Holy Spirit. And it says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means that no matter what you're going through, he's still the same. If he did it before, he'll do it again. If he brought you to it, he's going to bring you through it. Amen? It doesn't matter. The devil tries to come in and attack your family with his schemes, his plot, his tricks, and his strategies. But when you realize that the voice of God is stronger than the voices of the enemy, that's when you begin to rise up and say, I've got the power of Almighty God. we got to encourage ourselves. Come on, somebody. I've got the power of almighty God living on the inside of me devil says you can't do it but God says you can do all things the devil says that you're not good enough but the voice of God says you are good enough you say you can't do he says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you the devil tries to tell you you're too tired God says I will give you rest we say we we can't afford it but God says I can do that. My grace is sufficient. I supply all of your needs according to the riches of my glory in Christ Jesus. See, the voices of the world will tell you that it's not worth it, but the voice of God will tell you that it is worth it. It will be worth it. And sometimes we get so caught up in, man, ah, I'm getting attacked in my mind and the devil says, I can't do this and I feel like I'm not called and I'm unqualified. But God says that you are qualified, that you are, you are an overcomer, you are anointed, you are amazing. And we may have heard this stuff going, being in the church Sunday morning throughout midweek service or whatever, uh, we hear these things all the time. But we have to realize that this is true, what God says about us. We are a chosen generation. We are a holy nation. We are a peculiar people. We are anointed. We are empowered. And his voice matters more than the voices of this world. The simplicity of the gospel. The simplicity of the gospel. And he's so good today. And he wants us to know his voice. And I believe, you know, there's so many things that are going on uh, around the nations of the world. And you see 
You see all the chaos that's happening, and we live in a day of chaos. Everywhere there's, there's voices speaking, tell, telling us what to believe, how to live our lives, and how to even think. There's one voice we should be listening to, and that's the voice of God. That's the voice of God. And his voice, that sometimes that still small voice, when you hear it, it changes your whole day. You know, one time, I, I often say this everywhere I go because we struggle so much to hear his voice. One night I was in my room and I was scrolling on my phone through social media. And, you know, we get so caught up on, on all these apps and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And praise God, he uses it for his glory. But it could become a huge distraction. And I was scrolling one night for hours on my phone. And I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me so clearly. And he said, Matt, I'm focused on you. Why aren't you focused on me? You have my attention, but I don't have your attention. I believe that's the first key this morning to understand, of understanding God's voice and hearing his voice, is does he have your attention? When See, when he has your attention, then that begins you have ears to hear and eyes to see. That's when you begin to understand, oh, okay, if I'm focused on him and my mind is focused on him, that means... That his word says, if I do that, he'll give me perfect peace. And when you have perfect peace, that's when you can hear him clearly. He gives perfect peace to those who keep their minds stayed upon him. The first step is, does God have your attention? He's focused on you, but you're not focused on him. Friend, when we step into that reality of being focused on him and giving him our all and our time and our, uh, we, you know, we, we're so sometimes unorganized because we have all this stuff to do and our schedule could be crazy. Praise God. We all go to work and y'all have families and we got all this stuff to do and we just don't fit in that little time with God, but we all claim to have relationship with him. We can all claim to have relationship with him, but do we all prioritize fellowship time with him? See, to be in relationship with Jesus is to know his actions, to be, but to be in fellowship with him is to know his emotions. Who wants to know his emotions? I want to know the heart of God, and I want to walk in that, and I want to share his heart everywhere that I go. See, a lot of us are shaky about what we believe when we should be shaken by what we believe. See, what we believe in this word, because I believe these scriptures have a voice. Somebody believe that. And when you open up the voice, it will speak to you and wreck your life. See, God will show up and wreck your plans before your plans wreck you. Praise God. We'll get ourselves into some trouble. But when you hear his voice, he gives you such a peace and a clarity and a joy in the Holy Spirit like never before. And friend, when you experience this, you will go about your day so um, just amazed at who he is. See, his love for you has no beginning and no end. His love is a mighty love. And the Bible says that nothing on this earth can separate you from the love of Jesus. Jesus. How many in this place have encountered the true love of Jesus? See, when you encounter that love, you'll fall flat on your face and say, why have I been giving everybody else and everything else my attention when he died to know me? Jesus laid down his life so that I can be reconciled to the Father, so that I can hear his voice and be one with him. He owes us nothing but gives us everything. How amazing is that? He owes you nothing, but he gives you everything. Church, we need to rise up today and give God our everything. 
and give him our time and our focus. And I believe that we need to experience such a, a fresh encounter with him and a revival that causes us to get our priorities straight. See, when you experience this revival in your life and you get your priorities straight, you'll start to hear his voice on a daily basis and say, nothing else matters. I'm gonna, I, sometimes the voices of the enemy are going to cloud my mind and my thoughts, but I know that he gives perfect peace to those who keeps their minds fixed on him. See, when you have that revival in your life, you'll step into that fellowship with him and it changes everything. I mean, literally everything in your life. Even when you're in the workplace, at a gas station, grocery stores, the streets in your city or this region, wherever you are, when you capture the heart of God, he's going to flow through you everywhere you go. But how can we hear his voice? How is our time look? Are we giving him our time? Are we giving him our attention? I believe that God is wanting our attention and our time so that he could speak to us like never before. You know, John chapter 10 verse 27 says these words, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. See, we live in a day of chaos, confusion, complexity, and conflict. We read the daily newspapers and watch television and the news reports and a lot of it's filled with so many, uh, so many lies and just things that are not positive. It's all negative. But when you open up this word, it's all positive in the word of God will never fail. See, the Bible says that the grass withers, the flowers fade, but this word, the word of our God stands forever. Friend, when you get out of the newspapers and you get, start getting into the word, you start hearing his voice like you've never had before. And the voices of this world will just begin to diminish and move out if we put him first. It's not bad to look at newspapers. Of course, we got to know what's going on. But are we putting this word first? Are we putting him first and more? Is he number one in our life? See, I can't do what I'm called to do unless I make him first place in my life. Unless I spend time with him, nothing else will fall into place. When we put him first and we spend time in the secret place, things birth out of that place. The power of God births out of purity and holiness. I believe that when we spend time with him, we'll leave just feeling like a giant. We'll leave without the worries of this world. See, the Bible says, "Come." he says in his word, come to me, all those who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See, when you experience rest, that's when you'll hear his voice. I'm so tired and I'm weary, but we're going to different things in the world. It's time, Refuge Church, to say, God, I'm no longer going to give my attention to this and to that, but I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to put you first, because I know that there's a void inside of me that was only created for him to fill, and I can't let everybody else fill this void when it was only created for Jesus to fill. See, when you give this void to him, and he fills you up, and you stay connected to the fountain of living waters, everything will fall into place in your life. So that's why the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, in all his righteousness and what everything else will be added unto you are we putting him first it's the second place second step is is he first place in your life let jesus be first place some some of some of us he's he's third place fourth place fifth place but i believe he wants to say until you i believe he's saying today until you put me first you're not going to get the answers you need you've been praying for when we put him first in our life, some of us are praying about certain things on what to do. What's next in our life, in our ministry, in our family, in your business. But until we put him first, we're not going to get the blueprints. When you put Jesus first in your life, you'll start to hear his voice and have such a clarity. And it's a beautiful thing. Amen. You know, everywhere there's voices speaking, telling us what to believe, how to live our lives and how to even think but the question is, which voices are we listening to? 
There's so many things in this world telling us what to believe, what to listen to, but what voices are we listening to? Some of us, God is speaking every day through, to us, but we're just not listening. We don't have that ear to him because we're so focused on everything else. But I believe it's simple church is if we give him our attention and we put him first every day, we'll start to hear his voice like never before. And I don't know about you, but when I hear his voice, it, it just, it gives me such a joy and a passion to serve him more. You know, love is voluntary. You can't force somebody to love you. But when you realize when somebody loves you, it's a natural instinct to love that person and serve that person in return. So when we love on Jesus and we hear his voice, it's just going to be a natural thing to want to serve him and to love him. And it's like a domino effect. Everything falls into place after that because you're putting him first and he's going to flow through you everywhere that you go. Because you're saying, man, nothing else matters but him. I'm, gonna, now I'm not going to pay attention to what's going on on the news, on this, on this phone, on social media, on my news feed. I'm, I want to hear his voice. Nothing is worth losing this fire. Nothing is worth losing this passion. Nothing is worth disconnecting me from this connection I have with him. Nothing is worth it. And that's why we find ourselves with this defeated mentality. We find ourselves just feeling depressed and, and down and out and guilty and condemned. And we feel all just negative and unpleasant. And guess what? That's a sign and a red flag that you're spending less time with him. And more time with the world. See, every day is an opportunity to either strengthen our relationship with God or neglect it. So our rate of growth is determined by what we feed our spirit. What do you say, Matt? In other words, listen to this. When you're hungry, your natural man, your stomach is going to start growling because it's letting you know that it's hungry. It wants some food. It wants some nutrition. It wants something to eat inside. But when you realize that uh, my spirit man is hungry and thirsty for the things of God, what am I feeding it? Am I feeding it with the things of this world or am I feeding it with the things of the spirit? Am I feeding it with, with the word of God? Am I? This thing is so alive and active. I'm telling you, it even says in here that every word, Every word we live by that comes out of the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I want to live by every word that comes out of his mouth. If you could think about for a second, if, if you could point to a time where you love Jesus more than you do right now, what happened? Something's wrong. I'm going to say that again. If you could point to a time where you've known Jesus and loved him more than you do right now, what happened? What changed in your life? I don't want to live on what God is doing from what he did yesterday. I want to live on what he's doing today. I want that fresh manna today. The manna that Israel ate had worms in it. So we're not going to be a revival. We're going to be a religion. I want to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. And I want to pay attention to what he's saying in here so that I could do what he's called me to do, so that I can be all that he's called me to be. Is there anyone in here that says, Matt, I want to walk in greater boldness. I want to hear the voice of God like I've never heard him before. I'm just struggling, but I want to hear his voice because I know that when I hear it, things will fall into place. I'll know what to do. I'll have direction. I'll have guidance because he is our guide. He guards us. He protects us. He goes before us. And sometimes he's there the whole time, but we just take a left when we should have took a right. But when you realize, man, I need to show, I need to show up in the secret place. I need to show up in, 
actually acknowledge him in all of his sovereignty because see people they wake up every day they breathe in his air they suck up his blessings they walk in his strength they drink up his water and they act like they did themselves and we fail to admit that we're just here because God blessed us to be here it's because of him that we are who we are His grace is sufficient. His love is unconditional. Great is thy faithfulness. See, his mercies are new every morning. We have all this amazing benefits in the word of God and in our relationship with God when we accept them in our heart and believe that Jesus raised from the dead on the third day with all power and that he's seated at the right hand of the Father today. But are we listening to what he's saying? We have all these benefits. His grace is sufficient. His mercy is new every morning. But are we giving him our time in the morning? His mercies are fresh, but are we having a fresh encounter every day? He wants us to know him in such a way where it's so intimate and so beautiful that nothing can take that place in your life. He wants him, he wants everybody to know his voice. History is filled with instances of God speaking to individuals. And in fact, the Bible is a record of God revealing himself to people down through history. And so many stories in the Bible. God shows up and he speaks to his people. And you can see that the situation changes and he delivers his people. See, when he shows up, things happen. When the spirit of God shows up and his power and his presence fill a place like this, miracles take place. See, when our faith is at a level where it connects and cooperates with the power of God, things happen. I don't know about you, but this world... And this is a fact. This world loves Jesus. They really do. They just don't like the church. And some of the church loves the church, but they don't love Jesus. And I believe that when we step into knowing him and loving him, it'll break out of the church and flow into the communities. There's a lot of churches that come, a lot of people that come into the church on Sunday morning and they lift up their hands and try to worship a God they don't serve during the week. When he not only wants us to come in here and to worship him in spirit and in truth, but to leave and actually let people know who we serve. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that Christian and that believer that comes in the house of God and everybody knows I'm a Christian inside the building, but nobody knows I'm a Christian when I leave. I want people to look at me and say, I want the source of what that person has. I see there's something different on that person. He's a city on a hill. He's got the light of the world living on the inside of him. And there's something that's glowing. That's Jesus. Because I put him first in my life. Because I want. I am a 24-7 Christian. I'm living out this lifestyle. I want to live every day acknowledging him and all of his sovereignty. And saying, God, I love you. Today's a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This day will be filled with blessings. This day will be filled with joy, with peace, with love. I will. This, this day will be a day filled with divine appointments and divine connections. Start talking to him and he talks to you back. It's a beautiful thing. Downtown Chicago, a friend Christy came from California. We, went, we took her to get some Giordano's pizza, the best pizza ever. Some of you are laughing, you know, I got the mic, you don't got the mic. So Giordano's is the best pizza. But she didn't really, was it good, Christy? We took her to Portillo's. I'm going to bust you out right now. She does not like Portillo's. She needs to get delivered today. Portillo's is, oh, 
It's amazing. Just, it's like a party in your mouth. You just get, just get born again by eating it. Um, we took her to Giordano's, and our waiter was from, he was some Venezuelan guy. Just a sweet and kind spirit, just so nice. And we were just loving on him. And, and I just felt to ask, hey, man, are you a believer? Do you believe in God? And just by me opening my mouth and asking him that question, it changed everything. This man began to tell me, no, I'm not a believer in God. I don't believe. And you see, many of you know what's happening right now in Venezuela. It's a, it's a big tragedy. So many horrible things are happening out there. And this man, this man told me, he said his parents and his family are out there. And it's just poverty and things are just nuts. It's just crazy. And he said, well, you look what's happening. How can I believe? And I told these man, this man these words. I said, listen, man. We can't stop believing in God because of other people's behavior. People change. God never does. And I believe I said it last time here, and I say it often because this is, it, people need to know this. I said, listen, bro, there's so many things going on in the world, and we, can, we, we don't question, we, who are we to question him? We're not here to define him. We're here to discover him. And I said, man, listen. There's so many things going on in the world and you see all this stuff, injustice and famine and all these things going on and I know it's a horrible thing and you say, God, where are you in this situation? Why are these people dying? Why does this happen to certain people? And I told this guy, I believe I said it last time here, I said, I would ask him the same thing. God, why do you allow this to happen when you could do something about it? But I told him this, I said, but I'm afraid he might just ask me the same thing. Were the hands and feet of Jesus to visit the sick and to feed the hungry. Maybe people are dying like crazy and things are happening because we're lacking on fire. Holy Ghost filled consistent believers that would go out and make a difference. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. The workers are few. If we had more, you see, people tell me all the time, man, why is this person getting healed but that person not? Why are you, you know, it's usually the people that aren't laboring for the kingdom of God that are saying something. Because the word of God is often criticized most by those who read it least. And people say, man, well, if this, if, why is that person getting healed but not this person? Well, why aren't you praying for them? We're, we're, people are sick. Well, are you praying for them? Just because you don't believe it's true doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because you don't believe it's true doesn't make it not true. Oh, he, he can't do that as if they're the guinea pig for all God wants to do. He is who he says he is. And when you spend time with him and you capture the heart of God, then you're going to ask people, do you believe in him? Do you know him? Do you, is, he, is, he Lord of, is he Lord of your life? Because there's a difference between being saved and Jesus being Lord of your life. He wants to be Lord of our life in every area where he's not. I don't believe in him. You see what's going on out there. And we just ministered to this guy and poured into him and just shared the heart of God with him. And you could tell that every word that we were saying had weight on it. When you spend time with him and you know his voice, then every word that comes out of your heart, out of your mouth, will penetrate the hearts of everybody who hears you. Are we spending time with him? Do you know him? Adam and Eve heard the voice of the Lord walking in the Garden of Eden. They walked along with the voice and they kept his pace and direction until what happened. You know, Noah began to hear God speaking to him about a flood judgment because of sin. But God told them, 
How he would spare Noah's family if he obeyed God's voice and built an ark. Abraham heard God's voice telling him to separate from his idolatrous family and travel to a distant land which God promised to Abraham and his descendants as their inheritance. There's so many things in the Bible of God speaking, but are we listening? Moses was in the backside of the desert after fleeing from Egypt. He saw a burning bush as he approached, and he heard a voice speaking out of the midst of the bush calling Moses. God said some pretty insightful things to Moses. And Moses was listening. Moses built the tabernacle and the Ark of the Covenant. The Bible says that when Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from between the two cherubim above the atonement cover on the Ark, the covenant law. In this way, the Lord spoke to him. In Numbers chapter 7, verse 89, the Lord always speaks to us on an everyday basis. But are we listening? Years later, a boy was sleeping in the tabernacle. He began to hear the voice of the Lord calling to him, Samuel, Samuel. He obeyed the Lord and brought in the time of the king of Israel. Later, a prophet by the name of Elijah traveled to Mount Horeb because he was so desperate to hear from the Lord. How desperate are we to hear from the Lord? See, there's nothing, church, wrong with being desperate. But the question is, what are we doing with our desperation? I believe that that's a key to revival and the key to hearing the voice of the Lord is are we desperate to get into the secret place and to lock our door and get on our face in a posture of humility? Why? Because humility draws God while pride repels him. Are we walking in humility and humbleness saying, God, I'm nothing without you? See, we have to recognize that without the Lord, without him, we are nothing. See, humility is a sign of total dependence on him. Are we walking in humility? I want to walk in humility. I want to hear him. The book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1, says, I will look to see what he will say to me. Are we looking to see what he'll say to us? When Jesus spoke, his words were God's clearest and most authoritative voice speaking to us. See, the devil has no control over you. Trying to come in your head and all these voices saying, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm almost through. But you got to know this. The devil attacks you because of what you carry on the inside of you. Sometimes you got to talk back to the devil and say, devil, I am who God says I am. You're just mad at me because I have a relationship with the father. You're just mad at me because I use the name of Jesus and there's power and weight in that name. You're just, it's not my fault that you messed up up there. You had it made and you jacked it all up. And he's mad. He's mad at you. But the peace of God surpasses all understanding. The peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Have you not heard? Do you not know? He's the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow tired or weary in his understanding no one can fathom. How amazing is the God that we serve? We got to put him first so that we can hear his voice. And I believe he's going to speak to us today. I'm excited because even though we live in a day of chaos, God is still speaking. God is still moving. I believe right now there's an outbreak of the spirit of revival. God is doing amazing things not only in my, in my generation but in the church today. In his body. How many know that he's the head of the church? He is the intercessor. He is the God. He is the king of glory. You know, Justin, we went last, what, uh, last Friday to see the movie Avengers. How many have seen that movie? We go into this theater. 
and we're walk. We had a park in this big parking garage. We saw it in this. Uh, I don't know if it was IMAX theater downtown Chicago, and we had it was just packed, crazy packed. We had to park all the way up in the parking garage. And we're walking down, we're going to the elevator, and people are running, right, Justin? People are running like crazy past us. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? People are late for their movie. There's long lines in the concession stand. And I'm like, are you kidding me? What if this many people... Should I say it? (laughs) Praise, should we move on to the next point here? They're all coming together to see this movie, The Avengers, but little do they know who The Avenger is. Little do they know that we serve The Avenger. Come on, we serve the Alpha and the Omega. The be- He's declared the end from the beginning. Guy snapping his fingers and all this stuff happening. And What about in a blink of an eye? He comes back. What about that? Are we ready for that? Are we ready for the return of Jesus Christ? Are we ready for what's to come? Are we ready for the days ahead? When he's first, everything else falls into place. I believe God's not done yet. He's got a lot of stuff to do. You know, when God speaks to us, he reminds us of his promises. God's voice always matches this scripture. It always matches his word. It's not contrary to the word of God. A couple different things here before I close is hearing the voice of God is it reconciles us back to him. God's voice is always reconciling and he does not judge willingly. He longs for us to come to repentance. So he's attempting to woo us back to him and to get us to see the things that hinder our relationship with him. What's so amazing is that if you come to that realization, say, man, I don't, what, what is hindering my relationship with God? What is in the way of me hearing his voice? Because I need to get that out of my life. I need to get rid of all these things that are clouding the voice of God in my life. I want, I want to hear him. I want to walk with him. I want to know him. See, hearing the, God, hearing the voice of God brings clarity and peace. See, God's voice is clear, peaceful, and calm. See, Satan, our enemy, always spreads confusion and is in a hurry, accuses us, and causes doubt. But I believe that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. I believe that he's given a spirit living on the inside of you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you. You got the power in you you got the power in you the voice of God is consistent God's voice reflects his character purpose and plan God has a definite plan and the reconciliation of the word and is always working to bring about our relationship with him it's always working to bring us closer to him see when we read this it just gives us such a peace how are we going to have a word from God if we don't get in his word how are we going to know the author unless we read his love letter how are we going to know him unless we spend time with him? A husband and a wife under the, living under the same roof do, do not necessarily feel close to each other if they don't communicate enough. If they communicate, they're going to feel close. When they establish that relationship and they speak to each other on a daily basis. And think, you, imagine just going to your married couples in here. And you go to your spouse and you try to tell them all this stuff, but they're just not listening. How are they ever going to know what you're saying? It's the same thing with God. He's speaking to us every day. And we're just so distracted by everything else. Man, I missed him. You know what's crazy? Is when you go days without spending time with him. And he, maybe you fall or something. You fall short of the glory of God. And we all do that. And we all make mistakes. 
And then you just say, man, I'm, I'm hiding from God. I just want to encourage you, don't run away from him. Run to him. Because he's not running away from you, he's running to you. And when we go, it's not worth losing three days of relationship with him. It's not worth it. Nothing is worth losing this connection I have with my father. Nothing is worth losing this passion because I'm telling you, it's so amazing when you cultivate the fire and you cultivate the garden of your heart by seeking God every day. Listen to this. You don't grow in the Lord unless you spend time with the Lord. How many want to grow in the Lord? Hearing the voice of God just keeps us centered on Jesus. I want, I want my life to be Christ-centered. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. How to hear the voice of God? How's your focus? Is he first place in your life? What is distracting you? Get rid of the distraction today. I'm telling you, uh, other ways that God speaks to us is through a voice, through his voice and through dreams. And many of us even have dreams and God's speaking to us through the dreams and we still don't listen. Are we paying attention to his voice? It's a simple message. He wants us to hear him. He wants us to know him. God speaks to us today. You know what's crazy? I just want to say this before I close here. This is my second closing. How many know Smith Wigglesworth? Mighty man of God that lived on this earth. Years and years ago. And this is what he said. He said, it's crazy. Because there's the reason the world is not seeing Jesus. Is that Christian people are not filled with Jesus. He said, it is an awful thing. For me to, for me to see Christians, people who profess to be Christians. Who are lifeless and powerless. And their lives are so parallel to an unbeliever's life. That it's difficult to tell which place they're in, whether in the flesh or in the spirit. I don't know about you, but I don't want to profess to be a Christian and not know him. I don't want to walk around lifeless and and be a powerless Christian when he's given me the, the authority over all devils and the power over the enemy. I don't want to be a powerless Christian when he's placed his power on the inside of me. If we're not operating in the power of the Holy Spirit, then we will not meet the challenges of life. I need his power to overcome things. I need to see his power is made perfect in our weakness. See, when your strength runs out, his strength begins. I can't do a God good. That's when he steps in. I'm not good enough. I can't preach. I'm this and I'm that. And, and I don't know how to speak. And I'm not bold as that person is. And I'm just, I'm not good enough. And God is saying, you're exactly who I want to use. He often recruits from the pit and not the pedestal. See, Moses felt maybe unqualified, but you see how mighty God used it for his glory and honor. All he had was a staff. And look at what God did in his life. Friend, you may be feeling like you you just can't do it and you feel discouraged. But be encouraged today because Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed or discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. You got somebody that's on your side. And we need to start off. Operating on the winning side. We need to start operating from a winning stance and say, I'm on the, I'm on team Jesus. And he's got it all on. He's got my life in the palm of his hands. He sees what I'm going through. He sees my heart. He sees every tear shed. He sees every prayer, but to every petition before him. And he longs to give it to us. He longs to bless us because he's a good, good father.
We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. You know, a lot of people, they say, Matt, I just, I want him to show me first, then I'll believe. That's what a lot of people say. I just, I want him, God, show me, and then I'll believe. And God is just saying, if we know his voice, he's saying, if you believe me, I'll show you. Show me, I'll believe. And he says, believe me, and I'll show you. Oh, God, if I just, if you give me more power, then I'll go. And God says, if you go, I'll give you more power. Jesus didn't heal the sick to prove that he could do it. He healed the sick to prove that we could do it. And he says, those who believe in me will do the works that I've been doing. And they shall do even greater. Because I'm going to the Father. Let's rise up today. And let's know, man, the voice of God needs to be number one in our life. Because when his voice is number one in my life, and I begin to hear his voice on a daily basis, then I can begin to be all that God has called me to be. I can walk into my destiny. That will propel me into my destiny. I can walk in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit because I'm spending time with him. I'm, I'm communing with him every single day, and I'm hearing him, and he hears me. And it just, It's a love thing. When you're sick, and you, it's contagious. You don't want to get other people sick. It's the same thing. Why can't we be so lovesick with this man named Jesus? Why can't we? See, I'm lovesick with this man named Jesus. This man with fire in his eyes that has done so much for me. And all it takes is for me to rise up and say, God, you've done it all for me. You give me everything, but you owe me nothing. So I'm going to give you my life. And I'm going to commit my life to serve you, to obey you, and to commit myself to loving you every single day. Because you deserve it all. You deserve all the glory in my life. You deserve the credit for every success. Can I get the worship team up? He's just so good. He's a good, good father. And his love for you is amazing. And I'll end with this. Third closing. When you spend time with him, this will wreck your life right here. He enjoys your presence more than you enjoy his presence. He enjoys you talking to him more than you enjoy him talking to you. When everybody else lets you down, He does not let you down. Everybody else has done you wrong and he's still there. Faithful. But sometimes we're unfaithful to him. Somebody hurts you and he's standing there saying, I love you. Nobody loves me, but if you know the voice of God, he says, I love you. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to go on. God says, my grace is literally sufficient for you. If you grab onto me, you say yes to me, I'll change your life forever. I believe church today, we just have to step into knowing him and actually living it out. I never want to say one thing and not live out what I say. I believe that if we live out this lifestyle of Christianity, we'll start going to people like the Venezuelan guy. And say, do you know him? Because I know him. I know his voice. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. One day I was working at the airport and this, this car service driver comes up to me and I heard the voice of God because he's first in my life. And I heard him say, this man was going through a divorce. But to not be dismayed because God is going to restore his marriage. Never met this guy in my life. I say, hey, I just have to ask with all due respect, how's your marriage? Are you going through something? And he put his head down and he said, yeah, I am. I said, man, God says to be encouraged because he's going to restore your marriage. And this guy just broke down. If 
we know his voice, it's going to open up a door for somebody else to get saved, somebody else to get delivered, somebody else to get healed. In the grocery store, ma'am, do you have pain in your neck and in your back? Yeah, I have bulging discs in my neck and in my back. Pain for years. Well, can I pray with you? Sure. I'm a believer. Do you know him? In the name of Jesus, I just command this neck to be healed. I command this body to respond in the name of Jesus. I command this back to get in alignment with the word of God. She, she opens her eyes and says, why am I feeling heat in my body? I said, this is a fire of God burning everything out that's not like him. And she said, you're a witch. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just a Christian. I'm just a believer in Jesus. Because I know the voice of God, I was able to pray with this lady. And her breakthrough was tied up in my obedience. When the Holy Spirit lays something on your heart, you have to move without hesitation. Because other people are waiting on your immediate obedience. Can I get everybody to stand up with me this morning? I believe God is going to do some mighty things in this place. If you came in here, you need a healing, whether it's physically, emotionally. I believe that God is going to heal you. If you've never heard the voice of God in your life, I believe this is going to be the first time you're going to hear him. If you maybe even need, you need to get, if you've never been filled or empowered by the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. If you've never experienced this power... To do what God has called you to do. This holy boldness and this passion for God. To preach his word with fire and authority. Accurately with the anointing with power. If you've never experienced that, I believe it's going to happen to you this morning. We're going to have this lovely lady come up right now. But I just want you to know. Stick with us for a moment. We're going to have an altar call. And God is going to show up like he's never shown up in your life before. How many received that? Come on, can we give God some praise in this place? Come on, you can do better than that. Give it up for Jesus. Come on. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you guys follow Matt on social media, but in his first year out there in ministry, he affected over 60 million people. Or was it billion? Million. Billion? For his first year, 60 million. Now, just think, right now, we have the opportunity to sow into his ministry. And think of the impact. That was just his, not even his full, full, full year out, but his, in his first year out, that he was able to affect that many people. Now, when we give, we know that we're giving into a ministry that's affecting people with the love of Jesus. So right now, I want to encourage you to go ahead and get out something to give and ask God. You know, just think he's speaking to us today on hearing the voice of the Lord. We can take a moment right now and just ask God, what should we give? How can we connect to partner with this ministry? I mean, I'm excited today. You know, it's one thing to tithe, right? We tithe to our local church, and we understand that that is not a choice. I mean, it's a choice, but we don't decide where exactly all that goes, right? We give in obedience our tithe. But when it comes to offering, which is what this is, we have an opportunity to decide where does my offering go? And we can ask the Lord how and what and how much, and he can simply speak to us. So I want to ask you to pray with me right now and ask the Lord, what should you give today? God, we thank you so much for this opportunity to give into the ministry that you've called Matt to. We ask God that you would speak to us. God, we provide you space to speak. 
We desire to hear your voice this day, God, for we want to bless this man of God for sowing into our lives, God, and into millions. God, we choose to obey. Amen? Amen. So go ahead, take a seat. Get out your offering right now as you prepare to give. I just want to encourage you. As he was speaking, and I was thinking about all of the areas in my life where I am weak, there is a verse in the Bible, Hebrews eleven thirty four, that says that he takes us from strength to strength to strength. And so I can look at my weakness and say, I'm not enough. But then I can look at his power and say, because of the love of God, we have more than enough to overcome every weakness. And so today, as you're giving, as you're getting ready to give, go ahead, host, you can receive the offering. I gave on my app this morning. If you guys um, have the app, haha, one of the great ways to give. It takes like two seconds, and you can give on the app. So, you know, we don't want to leave this atmosphere. Matt's going to come up, and um, he's going to pray with us. And I know that there's many in this place today that are in a place in need of healing, in need of salvation in need of the voice of God to be constant. We want to remind you that tonight at 7, we'll be back here again, worshiping together. Young adults, are you in the house? Now, the young adults said we can all come. Like, I totally don't qualify, and I'm glad that even so, I can come, right? I'll be here tonight. Um, So come out, and at this time, let's stay in this attitude of reverence, okay? Because God's got something more he wants to do in and through each one of us. Amen. Come on, can we get everybody to stand up on their feet? I believe God's going to move in this place. You know, it's crazy. Christians have made the gospel about so many things, things other than Christ. But I believe that we're in a church where it's just so centered on him. And I believe that we're in a church where the spirit of God is here. A lot of churches, they worship and there's no presence. There's no power. And I believe this church has the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that God is going to do something mighty. You know, Jesus is the gravitational pull that brings everything together. and gives it meaning. Gives everything meaning. And without Him, we lose that value. We lose everything because without Him, we're nothing. And I just believe that. You know, when we convert to Christianity, we become a Christian. I believe that Conversion is just, it's more than a direction. It's a changing connection when you connect with him. It's not just, you change your direction. It's, are you going to connect with the Father? And I believe today it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing when people just surrender and give him their yes. When you give him your yes, it just, your whole life goes upside down. In the world, you could just preach the gospel and turn the world upside down for Christ like the apostles did after the upper room. But if you're in this place and you've never given your life to Christ, if I could just have every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. If you're here and you say, Matt, I want to know this Jesus you serve. I want to, I want to step into relationship with him. I want to know his voice. I want to hear his voice. If that's you, you've never given your life to Christ. Or you're in here and you say, man, I've walked with the Lord. I've just gone astray and I've done my own thing. Or I've just been, you know, kind of doing my own thing lately. And I want to come back to him. I want to rededicate my life and commit myself to love him, to serve him, to obey him for the rest of my days. If that's you, can you just wave your hand in this place? I see those hands all over this place. Come on. 
Can you just say this with me, church? Say, Heavenly Father, I love you because you first loved me. I honor you as God Almighty. And I acknowledge that I stand in your presence. I repent for neglecting to develop a close relationship with you. So right now, I commit myself to love you, to obey you, and to serve you. I return to you wholeheartedly, and I desire to seek your face in prayer and fasting. Give me the power to sustain and deepen my relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Come on, can we give it up for everybody who said that prayer right there? If you're in here and you need a healing in your body or you just want to hear the voice of God more in your life, you want to give Him your all, that, that should be all of us in this place. I'm responding to my own altar call. If that's you, just make your way up to this altar. We're going to worship together. We're going to have the prayer team up. We're going to lay hands and disagree with you. And I believe that God is going to show up mighty. Come on, make your way up to this altar. The altars are now open right now. Come and let the altar alter you this morning. Come on. Let Jesus have his way in your life. I'm up here saying, God, I want to leave with more of you. I want to leave hearing your voice more and clearer than I've ever heard it before. I want to leave with such a love for you that I didn't have coming in the sanctuary. I want to leave here knowing you and loving you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's, let's worship him together. As they begin to sing, let's just lift up our hands here and just say, just examine your heart in this moment. Search your heart and say, God, remove every distraction. Remove everything that is taking my time to spend with you. As we begin to worship, let's just examine our hearts. Come on. We love you, Jesus. At Refuge, we believe all people matter to God. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further with Refuge, feel free to go online to wearerefuge.net or on social media at We Are Refuge. Thank you.